0: Hey guys, I just want to make a quick apology. In this episode, my mic wasn't working, so I had to find a new mic, which I am using at the moment. But I just wanted to give you a heads up. You can still understand me, it's just going to be probably a little annoying. So I just wanted to give you guys that heads up. It won't happen again in the future, so sorry about that, but let's get right into the episode. Welcome to episode 36 of the Natty Cast. I am your host Peter Bowman, and in this episode, I'm going to be doing q and A. Q&A. So, I reached out over Instagram the other day for people to drop a question um, for the specific podcast, um, and I got a good amount of responses. So that's awesome. So, q and A Q&A is something I want to do more of in the future on the podcast because I get to answer some more specific questions to you know, things you guys might have in mind or want to know more about. So I don't think I'll be able to get to all of the responses today. So if you answered a, or if you dropped a question um, and I didn't get to yours, um, we will do more of these in the future. So hopefully I can answer all of your questions eventually. Um, but one of the first questions I got was how someone with a tendency to gain weight easy should approach their macros or their nutrition. And I kind of resonated with this question because when I first started, I didn't have this problem, um, whatsoever, you know, I wouldn't gain weight easy. So I was eating, you know, when I first started uh, being a freshman and sophomore in high school, you know, I would eat quite a lot of food. I wouldn't say every day, but you know, over the week, um, my calories would definitely be up there. And, you know, one of the first things that I think about when it comes to mine, I would at least try to get at least 3000 calories daily. And I remember watching um, a Kino body video um, forever ago um, during like, I think, sophomore year. And essentially, he said he would bulk on 2700 calories. And when I heard that, I was like, what the like 2700 calories? Isn't that like dieting? Uh, Because I was, you know, trying to get more calories and I was trying to grow. So I didn't really have a problem. You know, I didn't have a tendency to put on an insane amount of weight, especially with the training I was doing. Um, I did a little, a bit of like overtraining borderline back in the day. So I was just, I was, I was going pretty ham in the gym, but I would also go pretty ham on the food and by ham on the food. I mean, like my breakfast would be something fairly simple. Like a lot of times it would just be eggs in the dorm room. Um, something simple like that, or maybe protein bars or, and then I'd have like a pre-workout like snack maybe, which was like a banana, um, and like a protein shake or like s- something smaller. But once it got to nighttime, like my post-workout meal, obviously in college, you have a dining hall. So they made chicken breasts there. So I made that a staple to always get like several pieces of chicken breast. So I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't track my nutrition, so I wasn't sure of the macros, but I definitely went ham at the dining halls post-workout. And then we'd go again often like later in the day. Um, Plus, you know, I was in college. I was drinking, you know, several times a week, which that obviously adds up. Um, And then you obviously, I would always, you know, eat more food after the fact, whether it be like fast food or like, you know, going back to a dining hall or one of the late night dining halls on campus. And we would consume like a good amount of calories. But, you know, I wasn't thinking about, I wasn't trying to diet at all then. I was just trying to, you know, put on the size. So none of this stuff stressed me out. None of it got to me. It would just be like like I, often I would try to eat more at night so I'd have a better workout the next day. So I didn't put on weight super easily. And I remember, you know, struggling. My weight would always be like in the I I never weighed myself in the mornings, but the gyms had scales. And whenever I got to the, you know, gym um, you know, after a few meals and like drinking water and all that stuff, clothes my weight would be like 185 and i would always be trying to like you know sort of get my weight to 190 but i i would never go like i never had any binges back then or anything like that or you know things that can occur after you like deprive yourself for an extended period of time but i would say my calories were you know over 3000 pretty much m- most days and then you know some days on weekends with drinking probably around 4000 something like that so they were fairly high but i wasn't putting on like body fat. So that was just, you know, with the training I was doing, my metabolism, adapting to the extra calories, you know, putting them to good use. I wouldn't eat as much in the mornings. It kind of balanced out. Um, And I slowly like recomped without even trying to, I I started getting, I put on muscle obviously, and your body will just, even though if you're not losing body fat, you'll start to look better, start to look like you've lost body fat. So now back to the question. I now now more so than I did in the past, have a tendency to you know gain weight fairly easy, or at least I thought I did at least you know several months ago. um the reverse diet I'm doing has done a great job to sort of get my intake up without putting on unnecessary fat, but after you know a few years of the dieting, um my body did tend to you know put on body fat easier if I would do some of the things I did in the past, like go out on weekends, drink, and then, you know, obviously have like those drunk munchies where you consume a bunch of calories. So I sort of sort of did have a tendency to gain weight easier at that point. So that was, that was super annoying because, you know, looking in hindsight, knowing what I used to be able to do, what my body was capable of, you know, eating all that food, none of it was like really good food. Like a lot of times I'd go to the dining hall at night and eat like tater tots and like um with like syrup on them and like they'd have pancakes and things like that. So it was a lot of food that wasn't ideal. And I never noticed like a negative impact on my body composition. Um but after you know you diet for a while, you kinda you know, you obviously deprive yourself. So you're you have more of a tendency to, you know, have these higher calorie days that are unplanned, uh quote unquote like binges. A lot of the times alcohol induced. And the next day, like I would feel like shit. Like after the fact I'd feel super bloated, like I put on a bunch of fat, but I never noticed, you know, back in the day when it would happen. So I kind of fell into this tendency to feel like I was putting on weight super easily. So the main thing I would suggest, um, if you feel you have a tendency to put on weight, is to really focus on protein and don't eat in such a severe, um, like surplus, you gotta, I would say, get your tracking down somewhat like track for a month or two, Just so you kind of have an idea of nutrition um, and the meals, what's in the meals you're consuming, and really focus on protein because overeating protein, you're less likely to put on um, body fat opposed to the other macronutrients. So I would put a high emphasis on protein and then just make sure you're in a slight calorie surplus, like 100 to 300 calories tops. Um, You know, reverse dying is a bit more of an advanced technique. Um, but you could try a bit of reverse dieting to get your intake up a bit before you kind of just, um, eat a little more freely. Um, that's something I would recommend. But honestly, if you're a beginner, I wouldn't stress like a fat gain too much. Cause like I said, I kind of went through, you know, more of a skinny fat phase, but eventually like by the time, by the time end of my sophomore year without any dieting, I looked way better than I did as a freshman. Like my body just completely recomped without any dieting. Um, I would eat out pretty much every day. Like I said, all the dining halls, all the drinking, and all that stuff. And you know, it didn't reflect in my physique. I was just training hard and eating, mm-hmm. um, and I had some amazing workouts and made some amazing progress through that time. So, if if you feel you have a tendency to put on body fat pretty easy, you know, just try to get an idea of your nutrition so you know what you're eating, and focus on a slight surplus and Having protein pretty much in every meal, which is which will ensure that your protein intake is higher. So that's really what I recommend, and obviously combine that with a, a decent weight training program. Um, you know, and if you just stay consistent, I guarantee you um, you'll be really surprised with the results over time. Um, and don't rush into dieting. Um, this is kind of a side tangent, but don't rush into dieting. Like if you're new, um, you know, focus on the performance in the gym, your strength. Don't stress the dieting, trust me, because that the dieting will always be there. You can always diet down. Building muscle is one of the hardest parts. And when you're a a younger kid, especially, you know, your testosterone is elevated. Pretty much everything's on your side. You usually have um, more free time. You know, you aren't working full time. You may be in school, but um, I mean, I had time to lift every single day. And honestly, it was my main priority. So put the emphasis on the, you know, the training, um building strength building muscle as opposed to the dieting so don't really stress the weight gain too much would be my my final point so that answers pretty much the first question another question i got was how to get rid of that last layer of body fat um tighten up a bit um he says he's around like 12% body fat uh to 13% body fat so when you want to get rid of that last layer of body fat Um, It really comes down to, you got to have your nutrition on point. So you got to know what you're eating. You're not going to be able to make adjustments if you're not controlling your variables. So you got to track your nutrition, um, you know, control that variable so you can make adjustments as you go. Because if you're obviously, if you're not losing weight, you have um, really two options. You can drop your calories or you can increase your energy expenditure. So that could be adding in cardio, um, start tracking your steps and account for that or obviously take away um, calories from the diet. So that one's fairly simple. I think I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, And if you stay consistent, um, you will see the fat start to come off. You just got to make sure you're in a deficit because by definition, if you're not losing body weight or body fat, you're not in a deficit. So you got to control the variables and make adjustments from there. Okay, next. What is your biggest mistake set slash regret you have with your early fitness career. Um, and he gave some examples. So this one, it's fairly easy for me. I would say, I would say the, the dirty bulk I did. Um, I did make some s- mistakes with training. Um, I think my split could have been more ideal, um, with hitting everything more so twice a week, as opposed to closer to once a week. Um, I could have definitely took better advantage of rest days, um, or deloads. I never planned rest days or deloads for like the first three years of like serious training in all honesty. Like, so I definitely could have taken better advantage of rest. Um, but the biggest regret was probably the dirty bulk I did, uh, just because it led to a lot of problems down the line. Um, I did gain a lot of strength and I don't know if like doing that dirty bulk made it, you know, easier to maintain, like a bit of muscle mass I have now. I mean, you'll never know just in hindsight if it was like really a good thing. But I think I could have made much better progress with, a you know, a leaner approach, like a lean bulking approach as opposed to a dirty bulk. Um, Because, you know, when when it comes to lose that fat, it's going to take a lot of time. Um, You're probably going to lose some muscle because you have to maintain a deficit for so long. And that's obviously not ideal. So if I pretty much the reason for it was I kind of plateaued in my um, strength and, um, you know, my muscle gains sort of um, at the end of my sophomore year. Um, And I was kind of disappointed in this. And that was just, you know, I was still eating a lot, but I was eating intuitively. So to make changes, I decided I was going to just I think it, it was actually inspired by Chris Jones. like. A lot of you may know Chris Jones, um, you know, from Pump Chasers. Uh, you can look him up if you don't. I'm pretty sure most everyone who listens to this will know who Chris Jones is. Um, but it was pretty much inspired by him because he would get he would get massive in his off seasons. And he obviously has an insane physique. So um, it was kind of an, it's inspired by him. So I just decided, you know, eff it. I'm just going to start slamming calories. I want to make sure I'm getting every ounce of muscle from my workouts. Um and all this stuff. So my mornings would start with like these massive, you know, homemade weight gainer shakes, whole milk, like a shitload of oats, berries, um, Greek yogurt, I'd throw egg whites in, whey protein, bananas, nut butter, like pretty much everything, just in a blender. And I'd, you know, blend that up and chug it like as fast as I could <laughs> just so I could start digesting. So I'd pretty much incapacitate myself first thing in the morning, like chill out for like an hour or two um, on the computer, maybe do some schoolwork or like stick around on the computer. Um, and then from there, um, you know, head to the gym and hit my workouts. Post-workout, a lot of the times I would just, you know, go eat out something like Chipotle, something like that, or even have another one of those shakes. So I was, I was essentially just trying to slam as many calories as I could. And then when the end of the day came, if I didn't think I had enough in me, I didn't get enough calories. Like even like 1am, if I was like sitting there about to go to sleep, 12 to like one, didn't think I got enough calories. I would like drive to McDonald's, get like four sandwiches, like fries. Like it was pretty absurd. Like I was just slamming myself with calories all the time and getting your weight up that high. I got to like 230. Like I said, the come down is not fun and it leads to a lot of mistakes. Like I started yo-yo dieting for a while. Um, couldn't decide whether I wanted to keep trying to get off that excess fat or, you know, go back into a surplus so I could be building muscle again. Um, so that was definitely probably my biggest regret, but, you know, at the same time, it's still, I still learned a lot from the whole process. And I think it allows me to, you know, help others, you know, kind of not make the same mistakes. So, you know, it's kind of that everything happens for a reason mentality. Um, but, yeah, that's probably my biggest regret. All right. So the next question plans for my next, um, time stepping on stage, my next competition. So honestly, I want to take a good amount of time. Um, mentally, I still don't feel ready to diet again. Like I know if I started, you know, dieting and tried to compete in even like 2019, um, I know how long it takes to prepare now to get on stage as a natural and bring that nasty conditioning. And when I do, I think it would be bodybuilding. So I would have to get, you know, my conditioning pretty nasty. Um, And my abs are the last place to lean out. So even if I did men's physique, I would still have to, you know, diet all the way down. So my plans are definitely bodybuilding and I want to take a good amount of time off. I really want to reverse my calories um, up pretty high Uh, right now during the reverse um my calories are up to like a little over 3000 so that is good because i haven't been you know comfortable eating over 3000 calories in a while sadly so you know i'm feeling good right now i'm making progress in the gym again um and i definitely don't want to like if i i know for a fact if i started a diet within like the next 6 months or tried to get ready for even like a 2019 show that I don't know if I would notice like some significant improvements. So I really, the, the plan now is 2020. So sometime in 2020, you know, once things get more serious, I most likely will hire hire a coach to help me. So I'll obviously have his advice on what show to do um, and when. Um, but 2020 is what I'm looking at. Um, and yeah, like I said, my goal is to, you know, keep the reverse going. Um, I'll probably have some periods of maintenance or even a mini cut, but You know, dieting is so much easier if you get your body's metabolism revving and you can get you to the point where you're maintaining your body weight at like 4,000 calories because then you can just do the math instead of, you know, losing a pound. um, You know, if I started dieting now, it would be like 2,500 calories to lose a pound a week per se based off um, what's generally, you know, known 500 calorie deficit a day, 3,500 calories a week, pound a week so but if i got my intake up to 4000 or maybe a little higher then i have to i i get to start dieting at closer to like 3500 calories so it's just kind of simple math so that's kind of the goal right now is to be patient put on muscle get my um you know my metabolism revving so i can really self, set myself up for success in 2020 so that's what i'm shooting for um i'm really excited to you know you know do it when the time comes so I'll definitely keep you guys all posted on all those future plans um, via social media and on here, um, etc. So that's that. Next question: best pre-workout. So I'm gonna use this as sort of a plug as well. So you guys obviously, a lot of you know I work with Legion Athletics. So they have a pre-workout called Pulse. And why I like Legion is because they're the first to tell you that, you know, supplements aren't necessary. You don't need them. Pre-workout isn't necessary, but it does really help. And the reason why Legion is so great is because, you know, if you go to their website and then look at Pulse, they have like a shitload of references on why the stuff actually works. It's not just like, hey, here's our... Pre-workout, it's called Insanity or like some shit like that. So it has it, a bunch of science supporting it. You know, it's clinically dosed, so you're getting a f- effective um, amounts of each ingredient. It's not underdosed. So essentially, if you take an underdosed product, it's essentially not going to do anything. You're just going to see the ingredient there, and you're not going to know how much you're getting. Especially if it's in a prop blend or if it's underdosed, you don't you don't get any benefits. So Pulse has, you know, eight grams of citrulline malate. Um, I think it's, you know, five grams of beta alanine. Um, the caffeine is there, um, 350 milligrams. If you take the proper dose, which is two scoops, which is what I do. Um, so that stuff, I mean, it really gets you going. So I would definitely recommend Pulse. Um, they also, none of their stuff, it's all naturally sweetened. So You know, artificial sweeteners aren't the worst thing for you, but they can upset some people's stomach. And especially in most supplements, they include so much sucralose it's insane. Like I think like the serving size like is equivalent to like twenty packs of Splenda in some products, just the amount of sucralose alone in like a serving. So that can be quite ridiculous. So that's another positive plus. Legion has a 100% money back guarantee if you're not satisfied. So essentially, you ha- really have nothing to lose by trying their products. Um, and yeah, lastly, if you want to try them out, you know you can use my discount code to save you 10%, which is just Peter 10, which is my name. So my favorite pre workout at the moment is definitely Pulse. Um, sometimes I take a different pre workout. I haven't lately, but. Um, sometimes I'll take like, essentially there's another company called like core nutritionals. Um, I actually have a product that was given to me. It's called like burn. It's like, um, it's more so a a fat burner as opposed to a pre-workout, but essentially, essentially anything with caffeine and it can be utilized as a pre-workout. So sometimes I'll take that if I'm doing like, um, less intense stuff or like, In the morning if i just want to pick me up on like a rest day if i'm going to do some like cardio um but yeah so pulse is my go-to though for sure so i highly recommend that one next question how do i know how many how much calories i need to cut so this is another really simple one i'm going to try to keep this one short so the easiest way to do it is um times your body weight by either like 14 to 15 or like 14 0.5. 0.5. If you want to, you know, go right down the middle, um, and that will send you essentially give you an amount of calories. Now, that is not, that is not your maintenance. That's supposed to be your maintenance calories, but that is not your maintenance because your maintenance depends. Everyone is different. So, what you would do once you get that number is start tracking your nutrition at that number. If you don't have a tracking app, I highly recommend my Fitness Pal. So, essentially, what you do, you get that number, you take. Uh, roughly 0.8 grams to one gram per pound of your body weight and put that towards protein. Take 20 to 30% of the macronutrient total, put that towards fats, and all the remaining goes towards carbs. So start tracking there for a week to two weeks and monitor your weight. Now, at the end of these two weeks, if you've lost weight, that was obviously less than your maintenance. So you know you can add a little more calories um, when you cut. Um, if you gained weight, then you know it's, it'll put you in a bit of a surplus. So you may need to reduce calories further. So essentially, if you want to lose a pound a week, you can take away 500 calories from that established maintenance number, which you found out for yourself from tracking. And that will set you up to lose a pound a week. Now, if you want to be less aggressive and like per se, be more active, You could, you know, do steps and have a slightly less less of a deficit, maybe 400 to like 300 calories. Mm -hmm. Um, But 500 calories is fairly standard um, if you want your rate of loss to be a bit quicker. So that's essentially how you set up your calories to cut. Okay, so. At what point do you decide it's time to increase calories on a reverse or a bulk? So essentially with me, reverse dieting, um, I've, I'm making it a point to increase calories every week a bit, regardless if I'm gaining weight. So losing weight is not the priority at the moment. So I'm actually trying to not lose weight. So every week I make it a point to increase my calories somewhat, regardless. Now I may stop doing this down the line, maybe after like, um, Towards three months of reversing, it's been about a month and a half um, of reversing so far. Maybe down the line, I'll take like a period of like a week or two of maintenance. But right now, I'm trying to add regardless. So, essentially, if I gained like more weight than I'd want, um, at, which I haven't been, but essentially, you'd be less aggressive if your goal is to really keep the weight off. Um, but So that would be like something like, like a less than 50 calories of a jump, like maybe like 10 carbs or something per week. But if you want to be a bit more aggressive, I've been doing closer to like 50 to a hundred. Honestly, most weeks have been closer to a hundred because my weight has been staying fairly low. I haven't really gained any weight so far. So that's really good news. So, um, and then as far as. You know, how to in, when to increase if you're bulking. Obviously, if you're trying to bulk, the goal is not to, you know, keep your weight the same. So, um, if your weight stalls for a significant period of time, like I'd say two weeks, then you definitely know you need to increase the calories. But then again, if your strength is increasing week to week, um, you could probably keep the calories the same because it's not a big deal. If you're building strength, you're going to be building muscle you know, they aren't, there's not a direct correlation, but there's a, a, I would say a high correlation, especially if you're, you know, pushing yourself and adding weight each week on a variety of exercises. So if you really stall and plateau in terms of strength, I would definitely look at your, look over your nutrition. Um, and especially if you're losing weight, obviously add calories if bulking is the goal. So that's that. Um, here I may answer answer i'll answer two more questions um i don't want this to go on too incredibly long so here's one more um what to do if you're lacking motivation to go to the gym so this one is fairly simple you got to utilize discipline so if you want if you want something to improve your physique you may not always want to do it um even me being I, i would say i'm more of a highly motivated person when it comes to lifting weights, especially back in the day, um, you know, there were still days when I didn't want to go to the gym, obviously, but, you know, you force yourself and once you get in there, get the blood flowing, those can be some of the best workouts. So um, if you really struggle with motivation to go to the gym, I would recommend to set yourself up for success. Now, what I mean by this is, you know, if you have a struggle making it to the gym, like just a few times a week, obviously don't set yourself up with a plan that has you going 5 times cuz that would just lead to failure. So if you can realistically see yourself getting in the gym twice a week, just show up twice a week. Maybe stick to something that's full body so you can get more of a frequency involved in your training, but just make sure you're getting in the gym twice a week. And if you do that, if you stick to it over time, you'll probably your motivation will increase once you start seeing some results. So from there then you can add a third day, a fourth day and kind of go from there. But the big thing is, is just getting there, getting, you know, getting, getting going. And once you get going, those workouts can become amazing. So that's my big tip for that. All right. Last question. Why am I seeing more fat loss results eating in a surplus? Okay. So this is one, what I talked about in the beginning, this deals with the recon. So you may not necessarily be losing fat if you're eating in a surplus cuz by definition that doesn't make sense uh but what you could be doing is you know recomping so when you put on muscle the muscle pops out obviously so it can make you look a bit leaner um but also when you eat more calories it's going to you know pick make your metabolism ramp up it's going to ramp up your metabolism so um you could be fidgeting more throughout the day um which is just going to increase your neat so you're going to be expending more calories obviously with a solid training program, you're gonna be expending calories doing that, putting on muscle. So um, you're probably experiencing a recomp as a beginner. So that's essentially why you could be losing some fat while eating in what you think is a surplus. Because honestly, as a beginner, you can eat pretty much just about anything. As long as you're getting that new stimulus in, um, you're going to be seeing results. An example I like to use for this is you know, someone who's never trained before in their life, all of a sudden they decide to, you know, start doing 50 pushups a day. So say they do that for a month. They are going to notice some results and they don't even have to change anything about their nutrition, like do anything besides that, just 50 push-ups a day. And that's very low volume but it's still such a new stimulus that they will see a change in their physique and they will notice that they can do more pushups obviously at the end of the month than when they started, you know, for a straight set. So that's the last question I want to answer. Hopefully all these made sense and hopefully they helped. So I really appreciate all of you tuning in. Um, This was actually kind of fun. I enjoyed just, you know, answering some of these questions a lot just now. So, Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to do more of these in the future. So if you ask me a question and I didn't get to it, um, I'm really sorry. But like I said, I will do more in the future. So appreciate you guys all tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your day and that's going to do it. So peace guys.